In 2015, I was living with my then boyfriend. I was 18 at the time. We were living in a very sketchy apartment building in a very sketchy neighborhood. When I say sketchy, I mean crack house type of sketchy. You'd find anything from alcoholics, severely mentally ill people, to drug dealers and heroin addicts living in these apartments. And the police were called to the property once or twice every two weeks. They even drove by sometimes to check for safety reasons. There was an incident once during the night. One of the neighbors knocked on the door and my boyfriend went to open up while I was asleep. One of the neighbors, a drug addict who happened to be severely schizophrenic, was at the door. And he barged into the apartment and threatened my boyfriend with a knife. Luckily, my boyfriend managed to calm him down and got him out of the apartment. For reasons like this, we bought a live security camera that we installed on our door that also connected to our TV, so that we could easily check who was at the door. Everything was fine for a couple of weeks, until this one night. My boyfriend's best friend was sleeping over this weekend, and I thank God for that. We were all sleeping, I guess it was around 3 or 4 a.m. at the time, when I woke up to someone ringing the doorbell. The camera was connected to the TV, but there was also a small screen attached to the door that I could activate to see who was outside. Since everyone was sleeping in the living room, I walked into the hallway to check the small screen instead of turning the TV on. When I pressed the button, I saw two guys wearing hoodies looking at the camera. I paused for a second because I didn't fully understand what was going on. Not until they looked at each other, nodded, and then one of the guys reached his hand towards the camera and ripped it out, making the screen go black. I stood there for about five seconds before I realized what happened. I ran back into the living room and shook my boyfriend awake almost yelling, while also whispering, Quick! Get up! Someone just stole your camera! He darted up and ran outside, didn't even bother to put on a shirt or shoes. All the noise woke his buddy up, naturally. According to him, later on, he saw a guy running away into the wooded area, so he chased after him. What he didn't know at the time was that I saw two guys and not just one. Well, I think the guy who ran away was just the distraction, because about a minute after he ran out, I heard someone entering the hallway. I froze in absolute terror. His buddy noticed that and sprinted to the door separating the hallway and the living room. The conversation went something along the lines of, Oh, is Max here? No, he's not. Oh, um, could I maybe just come inside and sit down for a minute? I don't think that would be appropriate since he isn't here for the moment. Oh, but I could just come inside and wait for him until he gets back. That's a no. You're gonna have to leave. Please. Just for a minute. No. Please leave. He left, and our buddy came in with a shocked but also frightened expression on his face. Both of us were in awe about what just happened. My boyfriend came back about five minutes later and told us about the unsuccessful chase. Both me and our friend were terrified as he started telling what happened with us while he was outside. He said he only saw one guy outside. When I had the time to process the situation, my theories were this. A. They stole the camera as a distraction so my boyfriend would chase him while Guy 2 raided the apartment while he was out. B. They knew I was there, but not that our friend was. They stole the camera to lure him out so the other one could walk in and either rob the place, assault me, or both. Both of these options are likely, the first one more than the other. The reason I also suspect the second theory is because most of the neighbors knew that I lived there with him. Many of them had seen me leaving and entering the apartment, and many of them occasionally said hi to me in passing. 
so most of the neighbors knew about me as well. I'm also incredibly small, so I'd be an awfully easy target. Luckily, I'll never know what would have happened that night. I don't know what could have happened if he wasn't there, but I know for a fact that something would have happened to me. If I wasn't a target to begin with, I definitely would have become one if that guy walked in and saw me alone. I think whatever guardian angel placed our friend there that specific night. Close to 10 years ago, my best mate and I scored the deal of the century. Living her parents recently purchased and refurbished home for cheap as chips rent, so the property wasn't considered unoccupied and their insurance still covers it. They were planning on selling their house in the country and moving closer to the town in a year. But when they spotted this place, it was perfect, so they snatched it up. They couldn't be bothered dealing with rando tenants for a year, so we offered it. It was a lovely old mid-Victorian style house with a hallway running the majority of the length of the left side, and three bedrooms and a bathroom coming off the hallway to the right. At the back of the house was an open-plan living room and kitchen, and a backyard. It was in an inner Melbourneian suburb, so it was totally fenced in with a six-foot fence on three sides, and the front had a cutesy white picket fence. On the right side of the property, an outdoor gravel pathway was wedged beside the bedroom walls and the fence line. It began with a gate in the front yard. It ran to the length of the property to the backyard. This is important later. My mate obviously scored the master bedroom at the front, with lovely vertically open bay windows facing the front garden and street. I had the next bedroom, with a window facing the gravel path slash fence, and the third bedroom was our study. We lived here for close to 10 months in bliss, Great house, great company, and even though the area was considered a little dicey, the location was stellar. One hot summer's night, we said our goodnights, and I hit the hay and knocked out immediately. My housemate stayed up in bed to read for a bit, with just her bedside light on. She was doing that for just over an hour, before she heard a weird scritch-scratch on the front window of her bedroom. Initially, she put it down to an overhanging tree branch, till she realized there was no overhanging tree branch. She sat frozen in fear, blankly staring at her book for what felt like an eternity, till she heard the noise again, and again. Slowly looking up, she saw a dude wearing a hoodie trying to open her window, looking her dead in the eyes. She screamed, jumped out of the bed, and ran straight into my room. I woke up super dazed as she was pulling my hand and whisper yelling that someone was trying to break in. She had a tendency to be a little overdramatic at times, but I swear I've never seen someone look so genuinely terrified. I went to grab my phone to call the cops, but we just went completely still when we heard the distinct crunching sound of someone walking down the side path of the house. We both rolled off my bed onto the floor and went completely still. The crunching sound continued, getting closer to my bedroom window. I don't know what it is about distinct sounds at night when it's otherwise quiet, but it sounded deafening. And then I realized why it was so loud. My fucking window was wide open. I jumped up, slid the window down, and slammed the lock shut just as he reached the window. He looked at me, but he didn't react at all. He just calmly tried to open the window, but when he realized he couldn't, he continued down the pathway to the backyard. I was thoroughly shitting myself now, and my housemate was sobbing on the floor and looking up at me like a bunny about to be torn apart by a fox. I sprinted to the back door to thankfully find it locked and ran back to my room and called the cops. I don't know what the cops knew that we didn't, but they must have broken a land speed record to arrive all of three minutes later, lights and sirens off. I saw them go down the side path, guns drawn straight to the backyard. There were some noises from the yard, then a knock at the back door a moment later, 
and the police identified themselves. Turns out the dude had vaulted the back fence, an impressive feat, and another patrol car was headed to the next street over to look for him. The two cops at our place asked if we were okay, then asked if they could come in or look around. The cops were honestly amazing. They managed to calm us down whilst making sure the place was safe, and I was really impressed with how they handled the situation. I offered them a cup of tea as they took their statements, and they asked if there was anyone we could stay with tonight. My housemate and I stayed at her boyfriend's place for a few nights after that, and when we stayed in the house, it was never the same. We felt completely violated, and ended up moving out a few weeks later. We never found out if the dude was caught, but there was a random stabbing a few nights after the incident at the train station two streets over. If it was related or not, I don't know, but all I can think is that we were so fucking lucky that it went the way it did. So this happened in April of 2018. Background. I live in a major city in Texas. My apartment complex is gated and in a good neighborhood, but the security isn't extremely tight. Sometimes the gates are left open, and anyone can piggyback off of someone else entering with the access code. Maybe twice in the past three years, the management has put out notices of vehicle break-ins or other items being stolen from porches. We also have frequent door-to-door -door solicitors, even though there are signs forbidding it. Okay, so this particular Friday evening, I go to bed about 2.30am. For some odd reason, I was having trouble getting to sleep, so I put on a podcast to listen to, and eventually started to doze off. I became aware of a noise that sounded like a clicking sound, but it sounds like one of my upstairs neighbors making some noise. I kind of zone the sound, as I'm used to my neighbors staying up late on weekends. After about 30 seconds, I realize the noise is extremely repetitive and getting louder. I then start focusing on it more intently, trying to isolate what it could be and where it was coming from. Suddenly, it hits me. It's coming from the door to my apartment. I leap out of my bed and head to the foyer. I identify the noise right away. The lock mechanism is moving back and forth, rapidly, like someone is trying to unlock the front door. I can hear that an object is inserted in the lock, and the person is jimmying it back and forth with a lot of force. I instinctively turn around, head to my bedside safe, unlock it with the combination, and pull out my 357 SIG pistol, load a 14-round magazine, and chamber a hollow-point round. I head back to the door, and as I exit the bedroom, I see the lock twist and unlatch. I immediately pointed my weapon straight ahead, knowing that if someone comes through, I will have to make a split-second reaction. I decided that if someone comes through that door, I will give them a momentary chance to retreat. But if they do anything other than that, or enter aggressively, I'm going to shoot and ask questions later. They don't enter, however, because I also locked the deadbolt. When I first moved in a year prior, I remember thinking that the deadbolt was a great security feature, and I got in the habit of always keeping it locked when I was home. In hindsight, this decision saved me from a life-or-death confrontation. Upon realizing that, I approach the door and look through the keyhole. On the other side are three Asians, two men and one woman. All three are wearing hoodies, so it's difficult to make out their faces. The men have objects in their hands, but I can't make out exactly what. The two men are talking back and forth, probably trying to figure out why they can't open the door, even though they have successfully opened the outside lock at this point. The woman is also talking loudly behind the two men, such that anyone in the hallway would be able to hear her voice. She's talking in another language, the only words I can make out are something something, apartment 250, something something. 
and she keeps repeating that over and over like a broken record. Upon hearing that, I start to wonder for a moment if maybe they're just drunk and have the wrong apartment number. But that's impossible. To open my lock, they would have to have a copy of my exact key, or some kind of lock-picking device. I've never copied my key or given it to anyone. Here's the other thing. Not only is 250 not my apartment number, but as I figured out later, that apartment number doesn't exist anywhere in the complex. Standing back from the door, I take a long broom handle and jab it hard into the face of it, letting them know that I'm on the other side. They immediately stop fiddling with the lock and take off running. I debate whether or not to call 911 and decided against it unless they return. I know they'll be long gone by the time anyone gets there. It would be too risky to follow them and try to get a better description or a license plate, and I don't have enough identifying info as it is to make an arrest. I filed a police report the next day and let the apartment management know. They said it was unusual, but they would alert the resource officer and ask for a police presence for a couple of nights. Nothing ever came of the report, but that's not a surprise to me. It's been seven months since this happened and no further incidents. Nobody else in the apartment has reported anything similar happening. I don't think they'll be back, but one precaution I took was to buy a smart lock for the deadbolt, so I can leave that deadbolt always locked from the inside, even when I'm not home. It's crazy to think that the deadbolt was the only thing between myself and an armed confrontation with intruders.